Welcome back to Considerations from the Country from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell. As always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good afternoon, Father. Hey, good morning. Good afternoon, Bill. Today's the fifth day in the octave of Christmas is also the optional memorial of St. Thomas Beckett, of which we're going to talk a little bit about today. So start with today's gospel from St. Luke. When the days were completed for their purification, according to the law of Moses, the parents of Jesus took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the, in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Lord, now let your servant go in peace. Your word has been fulfilled. My own eyes have seen the salvation which you prepared in the sight of every people, a light to reveal you to the nations and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted. And you yourself, a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. Father. Okay, folks. Well, today we have the fourth joyful mystery, the presentation of Jesus in the temple. And this famous scene where they're bringing him to be circumcised. And Simeon uh, takes the boy, and he had been uh, led by the Holy Spirit and was told that he would see the Messiah. And he sings this beautiful uh this canticle, the canticle of Zechariah. And it's uh, sort of a, a sweet and sour moment because, um, you know, they're celebrating this, he's being inducted into his faith and, you know, and receiving, you know, formally is uh, into the Jewish faith. But, uh, but then he says something that's kind of shocking to his mom. He says, um, this son of your will be contradicted and a sword will pierce your heart. And, uh, you know, you kind of put into context, imagine, you know, if you went to a baptism and the priest hand back the baby to the mom and says, oh, by the way, this son will be, you know, go through much suffering and so will you. And, and we know uh, this is actually that particular scene is one of the seven sorrows of Our Lady. But it is true that unfortunately Jesus is contradicted, just like parents are contradicted by their kids all the time. Um, our Lord, who is truth, um, itself will be contradicted and many times uh when someone is in darkness they will sort of revolt or contradict um you know any statement that goes against a, a lifestyle or a way of living that a person does not want to give up and um ultimately our lord will be crucified we know this and our, our lady would be spiritually crucified for uh also watching her son die and today's feast you know thomas beckett is a, a perfect example of someone who uh, you know, just had this relationship with a good friend and it went south because he had to choose his friendship over God. And, you know, Thomas Beckett was probably best friends with Henry II. And Henry II, they loved hanging out together. They would go hunting together, apparently. Um, and Thomas Beckett was 
art was uh, according to um historians a, a great hunter he was a lot of fun to hang out with he loved sport um he took risks uh he was just a fun guy to hang out with um he would be like the guy on the four-wheeler you know <laughs> that you and the guy you want to be with at the campfire he was just that kind of guy and at one point um in henry the second's career he said that um that he wanted to make his friend the bishop of england and the archbishop of canterbury and i think this is where thomas got a little bit worried because he wasn't a great catholic at this time but he was had a good conscience and he knew like hey if i'm the bishop that means i am going to be held responsible to god for leading thousands of souls and he told his friend henry ii he said that um he said should god permit me to be the archbishop of canterbury I would soon lose your majesty's favor and the affection with which you honor me would be changed into hatred. And he was being somewhat prophetic because that's exactly what happened. And sort of kind of cut to the chase, there was a, a situation where the king asked the, the bishop to side with them on a religious matter. It had to do with the trial of some priest, and it was done inappropriately, not according to canon law. And Thomas Beckett said, no, we can't do this. I'm not going to back you. And he went against all the priests that were siding with Henry II and Henry II, and it just turned into a huge battle. And essentially what happened is it got so frustrating, so public, so big, that there's that famous line that you can see in the movie Beckett where he says, who will rid me of this meddlesome priest? And uh, sure enough, um, soon thereafter, there were some henchmen that uh, basically killed him uh, in his own uh, cathedral. And uh, he was, uh, you know, basically bludgeoned and stabbed with swords. And it's pretty bloody, pretty awful. And uh, so, yeah, his best friend went from being like his best friend to hating him. And uh, uh, he's a saint because of that. he's a martyr. And we also know that uh, I think Henry had a change of heart. Uh, he um, I think he felt really bad about killing his best friend. He really did love um, Thomas and According to tradition, he atoned for his sins by walking three miles with bloody feet to Canterbury quite often, and where we, we would be flogged, uh, where uh, Beckett was murdered. And so he would he did atonement the rest of his life to make up for his sins, right? And I think all of us, you know, uh, will find ourselves most definitely in situations um, where we'll be contradicted if we stand up for Christ. But um, once again, that we have to be like Beckett and realize that uh, this is part of our Christian witness. It's part of being prophetic. And uh, it's actually a good thing at times if we're not people to always agree with us because uh, like Jesus was contradicted, like Our Lady was contradicted, like Thomas Beckett was contradicted, we too shall find ourselves contradicted, but we are in good company. So St. Thomas Beckett, pray for us. And I ask you all to pray for the Holy Father, Pope Emeritus Benedict XVI, a very holy man. Um, we'll probably be considered a doctor of the church someday. Um, you know, maybe next time we'll do a little bit of a podcast on him. Um, we'll see, hopefully he, well, whatever God has will, but just pray that he has a peaceful death and he goes to see his maker and is up there with Thomas Beckett. So the intercession of Thomas Beckett, may God bless you and protect you, the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. Amen.